Welcome to the Ugly Radio on the Podmoth Network, a lo-fi sci-fi audio theater anthology series made for late nights and strong drinks. Join us monthly as we broadcast a pirate signal across time and space, featuring stories, songs, and frequencies from a rotating list of voice actors, writers, storytellers, and musicians. If you're looking for high-quality science fiction, skin-crawling horror, and other genre fiction, listen to The Ugly Radio on the Podmoth Network, now available wherever you get your podcasts. The Ugly Radio. See you in the void. Greetings, dear listeners. This is Tilsa Mullally, creator of the Lost Signal Podcast. As of today, the Lost Signal Podcast is now on Patreon. If you are able, we would love for you to support us for as little as one cup of coffee a month. Thank you. Now, enjoy tonight's episode of the Lost Signal. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. On tonight's episode of The Lost Signal, the town of Rustpike has a bully. Tonight's episode stars Michael Milliken, Jessica Chan, Emily Howell, and Tilson Mullally. Rustpike has a bully was written by Tilson Mullally. November 4th, 1882. Dear Diary, One thing I have learned in my time here is that the towns here are... colorful. One in particular is Rustpike. It's a little place, mostly pine cabins and cloudy mornings. I've only ever been twice, and both times it felt as though the residents would rather I leave. You can be certain that none of them deigned to talk with me. But, rumors do fly, even here where neighbors are miles apart. It happens, dear diary, that a family called the Dodds came a-calling the other morn, looking to trade kerosene for fresh eggs with the innkeeper of the hotel. Apparently, their chickens had been taken by some sort of disease. Their son, Arwen, is a skinny, wild-eyed boy of 17. I've seen him around town when the Dodds make the trips, and I've more than noted the loose tongue the boy possesses. With the innkeeper's wife still recovering, I took a chance and helped him gather the eggs, seeing if I could lead him into talking about the strange little town down the road. After only a few minutes, the boy brought it up himself. 
We're out here looking for stories, huh? Been out to Rust Pack yet? A couple of times. I don't much care for it. <laughs> Nobody does. It just feels wrong, doesn't it? Yes. Nobody seems to know why, though. <laughs> Shoot, everybody knows why. You just ain't local is all. Would you be willing to tell me, Arwen? I, I don't know. Pretty lady like you might be liable to faint. I can assure you that won't be the case, Arwen. <laughs> you say that now because you don't know what happened a few years back. Oh, come now. You're pulling my leg. Or not. You may not know it, Easterner, but Rust Pike, that there's a murder town, and every one of them residents is guilty. Sam, give me a whiskey. Stiff. A little early for you, huh, Sheriff? Sun's gone down, ain't it? Man needs something to get through the night. Uh, you're right, you're right. Dang it, Sam. I'm sorry. Today's just been a mess. Oh, what's been going on? What do you think's been going on? Who in the town of Rustbite can cause me more pain than Billy the Kid? Keith Whitley? Keith Whitley. What's that boy gotten up to now? Got him stealing hogs from Franklin Donovan's pen. Oh, Christ. Oh, he's seen me coming and took off into the pines behind the place. I had to chase him up and down the hills for a mile before he finally lost his foot and fell down. What was his excuse? I was just petting him, he tells me. Meanwhile, I got Donovan screaming about loose sows and how the city is going to owe him for loss of livestock. <laughs> Sounds about right for the old blowhard. Still, that Keith is nothing but trouble. Remember when he robbed the general store a few months ago? Sure do. Gave David Keckner quite the beating with the butt of that six-shooter. I wanted him carted out of there, right then and there. Dave's right eye still doesn't quite focus right. Sarah Stillwell was in that store when that all happened. She's been scared of her own shadow ever since. Poor girl. On top of that, I hardly got done booking it when his daddy comes in, hooting and hollering about how his son won't be spending a single night in jail, blah, blah, blah. Well, what'd you do? Told Morgan he's got to stay the night. No amount of money was going to change my mind. About blew his gasket. But that's a better deal than anyone else would get. <laughs> Perks of a rich father, I suppose. I mean, Christ, you pretty near burnt Doc Wortham's office to the ground two summers ago. Anyone else would have been hanged. <laughs> You'd never guess it comes from blue blood. Lived in this town nigh on a decade, and Morgan Whitley has hardly lifted a finger for the community. Christ, we got that community fun jar sitting on the bar, Sam. Money be damned. This is the last straw. You can mark my words on that one. Keith Whitley is done. Sheriff! Sheriff, you gotta come quick! Now hold on, Deputy. What's going on? Keith! He, he hit me over the head, and he knocked me out. He's escaped, Sheriff! Oh, Christ alive. Sam, pour me another one for the road and then grab your shotgun. We got a fugitive to round up. You think it's that serious? What did I tell you? That boy is done. <laughs> Christ, that was just outside. 
Everybody, just stay in your damn seats. Larry, let's go take a look. There's a there's a body lying in the street, Sheriff. And people all around. Can you see who it is? No, it's too dark, but I recognize Doc Wortham next to it, and that's Sarah Stillwell coming up to us. <laughs> Sheriff, they killed him. They Calm down, Sarah. What happened? Lord. Oh, Lord, Keith. Keith is... Sarah, Sarah, calm down. Come over here. Oh, Larry, it's horrible. It'll be all right. Just tell me what Keith did. Keith Willie has been shot. Damn it, Boulder. I want the killer found. I'll find him, Morgan. It's been less than eight hours since it happened. Eight hours since my son was brutally murdered in cold blood. Right under your nose, I might add. And I've heard you yourself were making some claims at the bar last night. You're out of line, Morgan. I am a grieving father. Grieving for a son that... Come in. Sheriff, is this a bad time? No, Doc. Mr. Whitley and I were just about done. Go home, Morgan. I'll contact you with any updates. You find the person responsible for this, Boater, or I will have your badge for this. Sorry about that, Doctor. It's been a tense morning. What can I do for you? Well, you asked me to stop by, Sheriff. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I wanted to talk to you about Keith. Sit. Of course. Death was fairly straightforward. Single bullet to the back of the head. Damage suggests close range. How close? My guess would be that perpetrator probably snuck up right behind him. So what did you see? What do you mean? I mean, what did you see last night? You were out on the street. You say this guy must have snuck directly behind him and put that bullet in his brain. What did you see? Oh, Sheriff, it was dark. I, I, I might have seen a silhouette, but my eyes aren't the best. You know that. <sighs> what a mess. Have, have you talked much to Sarah yet? She was out there, too. Yep. She didn't see a thing until the body hit the mud. Poor girl. Larry tells me she hasn't been the same since that Keckner hold up. Take heart, Bert. I'm, I'm sure the suspect will turn up. That's not the problem, Doc. Well, how do you mean? I've got plenty of suspects. The whole damn town wanted Keith dead. Now he is. And nobody saw a goddamn thing. Sheriff! Sheriff! Oh, hello, Cough. I, I mean, Joe. Oh, you, you can call me Cough and Joe, Sheriff. Everybody does. Just seems a bit macabre, I suppose. Oh, the world's a macabre place, Sheriff. Good thing, too, keeps me in business. An undertaker never wants for a job, especially in the territories. I guess I can't argue with that. What are you doing? Well, the mayor offered me an extra buck this week to get rid of the blood in the street. 
nature already did most of it for us with the rain this morning, but uh, sure was a lot of it. Yeah, that's do leak. What's that? Just being a little macabre myself, Joe. No. Did you say head? Sure. Doc Wortham came in today and told me it was a single bullet to the head. Huh. What do you mean, huh? Well, I, I took that body out of the street, Sheriff. I'm I'm not a doctor, but I, I know what a skull looks like when a bullet's been through it. You know, you kind of learn it in the trade. Keith Whitley looked fine, presentable even. He, he was shot all right, but that man was shot in the gut. Sarah, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem, Sheriff. It was my fault, really. Nonsense. I wasn't paying attention. Are you all right? Yes, I, just a little frazzled from last night is all. I understand. Larry told me things have been hard for you lately. Larry's sweet, but I wish he wouldn't say such things. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, excuse me, Sheriff. I, uh, I must be going. I've got an errand for Sam. Huh. She's sure in a hurry. Poor thing. Sam? Be there in a sec. Pour yourself a drink, Sheriff. Well, who's going to care, right? We'll just have a little... Wait a minute. Hey, Sam. What happened to the community fun jar? What? <clears throat> what? The community fun jar. It was full last night. Now it's empty. Why? Oh, that. Last night, in the confusion of it all, somebody must have jammed their hand in there and took off with it. Why didn't you tell me, Sam? I, I figured with everything going on, a little theft wasn't much worth bringing up. That's fair. Say, you seen the doc around? I need to talk to him. No, I haven't seen him since last night. All right, that's fine. Didn't think so anyway. Why was Sarah in such a hurry? Sarah? Was she here? Yes. She bumped into me as I came in. Said you had set her on an errand. Oh, yeah. I, I remember now. She uh, She's taking a package down to the post office for me. You forgot what you sent her out to do moments after doing it? Uh, it hasn't been an easy morning, Sheriff. Mm. Yeah, I suppose that's right. Been a hard day for us all. Yeah. Any ideas on who did it yet? I have a hunch here or there. Nothing positive, though. Well, that That's too bad. Is it, Sam? Keith Whitley being himself, after all? My mother taught me not to speak ill of the dead, Sheriff. That's very respectful, Sam. Very respectful. Why'd the sheriff call for us to come to his office tonight? I don't know. Sure is quite the night to have us out of our warm homes. That fog rolling down from the mountains is thick as bread, though, huh, Doc? The street feels haunted. I, I do not wish to be out anymore. Can we go home, Larry, please? Nonsense, Sarah. This this only take a moment. Let's, let's go in. Of course. 
Evening, folks. Thank you for coming down at this hour. Come in. Sit by the fire. Warm yourselves. Make yourselves comfortable. Uh, Bert? What's the meaning of this? Just a few more questions, Doctor. At this time of night, I believe whatever you have to ask, it could wait until morning. I second that. Same here. Sarah and I... No, it couldn't have waited. Sam, David Keckner down at the general store. He's your cousin, correct? David? Yeah, he is on my mother's side, so... How's he been since Keith Whitley paid him a visit last year? Doesn't quite move the same, but he's happy enough. Sounds like he moved on. Have you, though? Bert, what's this all about? And you, Doc. That new office of yours is quite a bit shabbier than the old one, huh? The one Keith took from you. What are you getting at? It must be dark in there. You completely misidentified Keith Whitley's wounds. Well, I, I never... Sarah... You dropped off an envelope at the post office today, correct? Don't answer that, Sarah. Ever since Keith robbed the store, you've been terrified of your own shadow, haven't you, Sarah? Sheriff, you leave her alone now. He did more than just rob David, didn't he? What did he take from you, Sarah? I... Uh, uh... Damn it, Bert, you leave her alone! See what you're doing, you son of a- You know, Larry, I took you on as a deputy because I know you have a good head on your shoulders. And all these years, you've never let a prisoner get a jump on you. Not until Keith Whitley. I thought you'd have sharper eyes on him, considering what he'd done to Sarah. Sam, why don't you tell me where the community fund money really went? It was stolen. I don't believe you. I think it was in that envelope. It was, wasn't it, Sarah? You cannot pin this on us, Bert. Where'd the envelope go to, Sarah? Sarah, darling, don't you say a word. I don't know. He said he'd pick it up personally from the office. He's long gone by now. Sarah, you quit talking now. Nobody even noticed when he slipped into town for the job. Shut up, Sarah. We paid him to. Enough! I am a doctor. I will not be accused of co-opting that boy's murder. Then why did you tell me he was shot in the head when he was shot in the gut, doctor? Could it be because Keith Whitley was still alive, bleeding to death in the street? Could it be that your low-budget assassin didn't do the job right? So respectable Doc Wortham, first on the scene, slipped the boy something to keep him quiet for good? You're a liar, Sheriff. Am I? What's that, Sarah? I said it doesn't matter. How do you figure that? She's right, Sheriff. You have nothing. Maybe not right now, but I will. The boy's body is on a train back east to be buried in his family's burial plot. This time tomorrow, he'll be in the ground, and where he got shot and what he ingested afterward... The only record of that will be my medical report. Morgan will. Morgan Whitley is a miserly bastard who would not see the point in disinterring his precious son from his rest. Unless you have something else, Bert. I'd like to leave. 
as do I. Get out. All of you. Get out of my office. Come on, Sarah. I'll, I'll walk you home. Larry? Yeah, Sheriff? Leave your badge. Well, get out, Sam. There wasn't enough, you know. What? Then where'd you get the money, Sam? You said yourself, Bert. Whole town wanted Keith Whitley dead. The church loves a collection. And just last Sunday, Morgan Whitley attended service and gave for the first time. Arwen said the next morning the sheriff's badge was on his desk and he was nowhere to be found. Just rode out of town, I guess. I think Arwen might be full of it. Seems hard to believe even a town could get away with something so macabre. Still, I wonder. Perhaps on my next trip to Respike, I may ask around once more to find corroborating witnesses. Then again, considering the morbid nature of the locals, I might refrain. Regardless, the editor will love it. Emily Elaine Semple, 1882. Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Thank you for tuning in tonight, dear listeners. Please, wherever you're listening, whether it be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or any other platform, please leave us a review and do not be afraid to share the static with your friends. Until next time, dear listeners, good night.